0: welcome to another episode of age of geek i don't have a good opening for this like i do our other show tracy i haven't practiced it enough all right but uh i'm jake uh, we've got Tracy, we've got Ty, Tracy from movies that make us Ty for multiplane podcast. We are excited to be talking about spooky season movies. Uh, my favorite. We're so excited. <laughs> so is this, is this like an ET shining e. T. T. mashup? Shining. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yep. All right. All right. Now I, I was telling you this all there before we started recording, but that shirt would terrify my sister. She is terrified Mm. of E.T. in general. And then you add the Shining to it and it's a whole nother. Yeah, like you don't even need to. But if you do, then it's just another level of terrifying for her. (laughs) So I guess she has not seen the Shining. (laughs) Uh, Come on. Uh, Yeah, we do like E.T. I need you to go out. (laughs) Oh, well, so <laughs> my son would like to make an appearance at some point on the show. He'd he write on our episode of movies that make us that we just recorded. He is also now trying on this show. He, he got the microphone hooked up to the soundboard. Wow. But he's not figured out how to unmute it yet. So. Way you go, Ben. You don't know how.
1: I have to press that.
0: Okay. Just don't push buttons. All right. <laughs> You're pushing my buttons. All right. <laughs> last week on age of geek the ladies from Cutscenes and cupcakes talked about spooky video games their favorite video That's... game genre so we are following it up this week by talking about spooky movies and so jake being me i don't watch a lot of spooky movies so i brought in a couple of experts to talk about scary movies that you guys enjoy this time of year or maybe any time of year um and so Tracy, I know in the conversations we've had that you are way into a lot of scary movies. Um, that's a genre that you enjoy. Ty, I know you're into that kind of stuff. You do makeup. That is incredible. Yes. Movie yeah, quality. Actually, I makeup. got my
2: degree in makeup. So
0: yeah.
1: Did you really? I didn't know that.
2: Yeah. So I, you know, I have a culinary background as well, but right. starting off in the world as a young man, I, uh, yeah. I got certified as a special effects makeup artist. Okay.
1: That is so cool.
0: I did not know that about
2: you. Yeah. I, thought you just so had- I have a little bit of stuff to add and contribute right. to this one. Right. Yeah, <laughs>
0: And I, and I've seen you've posted pictures on your social media before of some of the makeup yeah. work that you've done. And it is incredible. Thank it's you. phenomenal. So, which is not surprising. Ty is a man of many talents. So we're, we're lucky to have him as part of the team. So yeah. guys, I want to set the mood for you. You've got your Halloween tree set and decorated in the corner. You have the severed feet hung on the mantle (laughs) with care. (laughs) Your favorite Halloween carols are playing in the background. For me, it's Oingo Boingo. Typically, I put on a little dance party, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. What movie are you getting ready to nestle down and terrify yourself with? What are some of the movies you guys really enjoy watching this time of year? You know, it's interesting everyone, for me because I'm,
1: I'm not a big horror guy. Like, especially when it comes to like body horror. Like, I don't want to. I, I tried to watch part of the new Hellraiser, and I'm like, this just isn't this just isn't my thing. Um, I like monster movies. I like suspense. I like ghost stories quite a bit. Um, but one of my favorites this time of year is Cabin in the Woods. That one is just so well done and so much fun. Um, it really takes for those that haven't seen it, it takes the horror genre and really twists it and turns it on its head. It kind of pokes fun at it at times. Um, but it's a good little monster movie all on its own
2: too. That's a, that's a great pick. So my number one, and again, things that really draw me in, especially if they have uh, practical effects. Yeah trick-or-treat has been my number one Mm. since it came out okay and i love how now it has gained such a mass mass cult following that like so trick-or-treat when it came out i was the only person i had ever seen who had made a sam costume Uh uh-huh my brother was 10 years old so he had the height down I hand-stitched, made the perfect head. We bought orange pajamas. I recreated the entire character because that's nice. what he wanted to be for Halloween. And it was something that, you know, if you were a trick-or-treat fan, you were, like, there wasn't a lot of us. Right. It's definitely gained some footing in the last few years, so much now that we're probably getting a sequel. Mm-hmm. But, and I really love anthologies, so it's probably one of the best anthologies and it's just it's got a little bit of gore but like you said tracy it's got enough suspense Uh that's built up with the interweaving stories that it's still probably my number one yeah like hostile i can't do that that's too much for me you know there's some that yeah yeah it just
1: some of the saw movies that just uh, when it's like Gore and horror for horror's sake. I'm just, I'm just not as much of a fan. Gore galore. Um, not a movie, but a TV series that came out last year that I loved was Midnight Mass on Netflix with Mike yeah, Flanagan. You talked a
0: lot about that one last year. I remember when it came that out.
1: That was a great take on the vampire story. Um, it's it's about this uh, small town where a new priest comes into town and uh turns out that it's a vampire and it's just, really spectacularly well done I haven't checked out the Midnight Club yet that's also Mike Flanagan I've heard kind of lesser reviews I haven't had a chance to check that out but I like his work so I'm interested
0: Yeah. Uh, so between you know Midnight Mass which is vampire centric and you know what we do in the shadows which is also vampire centric are you more of a vampire guy Tracy is that kind of your jam when it comes to monster movies I've always been
1: drawn to to the vampire mythos for sure. Um, like I remember in high school in my AP English, I like wrote a paper on Nosferatu. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only, and this was pre-streaming and pre, you know, download. So I had to go up to the university of Utah Marriott library and watch
2: it. there. <laughs> wow. How do you feel about the reboot that we're going to get?
1: Um, I'm interested. I think it's got Doug Jones in it. Doesn't it?
2: Yeah. So uh, i
1: I love Doug Jones. I think oh, he's absolutely. amazing. So I don't know much about it other than that, but I'm I'm excited to see it.
0: Yeah. Uh, Doug Doug Jones is incredible. He does a great job in anything that he's in. The you put nice him in makeup and in yeah. Yeah, see here we go. Tracy dropping another name this is the second episode tonight that we've recorded tracy's dropping a name again
1: only because i met him at fantasy con yeah i don't know him i'm not friends with him on facebook anything like that i have
0: i have heard from tons of people that have met him um at conventions and things like that the same thing that he's just a really nice great guy and just super super down to earth and even people that run into him like out in the wild
1: i had a package of uh, what they call lobby cards they're like little postcards Of different scenes from Pan's Labyrinth. And his handler was like, okay, pick one and he'll sign it. And he's like, no, I'll sign all of them. And the guy's like, well, you should charge for each one. He's like, no, I'll just sign them. It's no problem. And so he signed all seven of them for no extra, you know?
0: Yeah. Then you have other celebrities. I'm not going to make fun of people, but I'm going to for a minute. Then you have other celebrities that come and put a whole thing around them so you can't even see them without paying. entrance to see them and then
1: when you get in there like i was so bummed when um uh patrick stewart came um we went up to get an interview uh, or an autograph for my sister and like he wasn't even making eye contact with people he was just looking down and signing and pushing it to the next
2: it's like yeah yeah
1: it's like at least pretend like you're excited to be here
0: so yeah because we get i get that they're not sometimes right i mean you're signing autograph after autograph. Mm-hmm.
2: And, and so I get it, but. Yeah, but the reason that you're there signing autographs is because of those people. So. Yeah,
1: exactly right. Yeah.
2: You have your status due to the fans that are there to see you. So. Um,
0: well, at and, and next year's Fan X, those that come up to me and want me to sign something, I will do it for free and make eye contact <laughs> the whole time.
2: Absolutely. Even,
0: I'll do like uncomfortable level eye contact Ooh. where it's just. Not even like looking down to sign. <laughs> <laughs> I, that They're is like, my um, that is my promise to you fans
2: if you come up and see me at fan just, x
1: it just says jack and the rest of it's written on the table
2: can you have like a pre-printed picture of you with nothing but a flamingo covering you like oh i feel like no. we can make some money off of that
0: there's not i don't think there's a photographer that we could pay enough money to that would take that picture
2: <laughs> i got i have Lightroom. Oh, we can do
0: it no kink I'll reach out to Larry Curtis see if he's down with that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Ty, when you mentioned practical effects, I think one of the best scary movie horror films with practical effects has got to be the thing. The original. I knew you were
2: going to say John is the thing yeah. because yes, it is right. Yeah,
1: and so like, it holds up so well. It's
0: still freaky as all get out. And that's one that seemed like in in the in recent years, it's made a huge kind of comeback. People have talked a lot about that one. Yeah, yeah they
1: made uh, a prequel, um, which isn't bad. Um, I can't remember her name. I think it's Mary Elizabeth uh, Winston. Anyway, um, it's it's not a bad prequel, but the 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 original Kurt Russell is just great. And the thing that makes it so cool, Jake is you have this alien creature who's crashed into the ice and this expedition has found it and dug it up. And of course they bring it inside the base. Cause that's what you do. And it busts sure. out, but it's able to like take DNA and recreate itself to be whatever it comes in contact with. So it would look exactly like Jake, and would, would kill the real Jake and then mimic his body. And so you have this real paranoia with nobody knowing who you can trust. Even down to the end of the movie, you're like,
2: it's a very, it's a very clear way of seeing where among us pulled their idea from.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to alarm anyone, but who's to say that didn't already actually happen.
2: You could be
1: alien Jake and we would never know.
0: You would never know.
1: Well, no, no, no. We do know you take some blood and then you take a soldering iron and get it really hot and put it in the blood. And if it reacts, then you have an alien. If it does just kind of hisses, then you're human. Yeah. So we're going to need a sample of your blood, Jake.
0: Like I'm going to give that up willingly. I'm (laughs) going to bring a blowtorch. (laughs) Well, yeah, the thing about a blowtorch that's super effective is alien or not, at least it's taken care of. This is true. a person on fire and just, you know, <laughs> alien true. or not, your bases are covered. Speaking of aliens, speaking of flamethrowers, alien and I knew aliens. we are going to go here next. <laughs> I'm nothing I, if not I, predictable. Come on. Well, I knew there's no way that we're going to talk about scary movies with Tracy without talking about alien and aliens and the whole – series because i know it's one of your favorites you've mentioned that multiple times yeah the thing that's so cool
1: is like they're so different from each other and and they're only really the two good alien films after that alien 3 is okay and then they just they digress oh big time um but the thing that's so cool with the first one jake it's basically um it's like a haunted house it's a it's Mm -hmm. this one alien Inside this spaceship, there is no way for these people to leave. They are stuck in here with this thing. And it's find it and get rid of it, or we're all going to die. Jake,
2: have you never seen Alien?
0: I have not ever seen... Okay, Ty, you need to know this about me. There are very few scary movies that I've seen. I My scary movie tolerance
2: level is very, very low. I think you need to handle the first two Aliens. I have a very... Interesting neat movie theater in town that you can rent out balcony style, like old fashioned, you can rent it out. We're gonna have to get you over here and do like hold on. What what theater is this? This sounds cool. So do you guys know what strap tank is? I've heard of it. So there's one at the point of the mountain, which is the secondary one, but the main one is here in Springville, and Mm -hmm. the guys built an entire industrial site with different shops and stuff. And he, there's a smaller movie theater in there that you can rent to do oh, screens and different cool. things. Very art deco. Okay. We and I've talked about I, this. That's, I, I want to do some different showings there, but. Oh
0: yeah. This is, this is not, you know, part of this episode, but offline Ty, we need to talk about this because Tracy <laughs> yeah, for sure. has talked about wanting to do some more screenings. We did Sharknado, uh-huh. and we would like to do some more. <laughs> awful no, movie for great causes yeah <laughs> so let's talk after this hey
2: there there's movies and there's alcohol there so i think you're a win-win well well
0: Jake gets
1: 50
2: percent.
0: that's a lose-lose <laughs> for me so
2: <laughs> well yeah 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 kind of me too but
0: <laughs> you can Anyways, have your you can have your
2: soda yeah did you guys ever see and this is one that's really interesting Scary stories to tell in the dark.
1: Oh, I've heard of
0: that one. I haven't watched it. I've never oh. seen it, but I remember those books from when I was a kid. Those like That's how you knew you were cool, cool if you borrowed that from the library.
2: But See, Jake, you how were old cool. were you when you first picked up that book from the library? Were you in your teens? Yeah. See, no. I was still...
0: No, because I remember in elementary school picking it up.
2: I, I think people were still talking school. about it in
0: middle school, but I think it was probably fifth or sixth grade. So I would have been preteen.
2: So yeah. that's I'd first read them as a small, small kid too. Uh-huh. And so when they announced they were making a film based on it, I'm like, no way! This stuff made me piss my pants as a kid <laughs> reading yeah. it. Like, didn't uh and del Toro produce it? Yes, and it's just so well made. And of uh, course, they uh, couldn't involve every story from the three different, right. you know, but they nailed in the first part of the movie they nailed one of my first favorite stories was uh howard the scarecrow and he's even oh yeah
1: i remember seeing the ads yeah
2: the main ad and poster and on the front of the you know film itself if you buy it but scary stories to tell in the dark trick or treat was my number one Mm -hmm. scary stories another anthology kind of it it almost dethroned it wow and right. like it's, oh, <laughs> the suspense that it builds up and it's just so creepy. And so, man, like my wife won't even watch it with me again because, like I said, we'd both read the books as kids. Yeah. And right. And the illustrations were disturbing. Yeah. So to see it come yeah. to screen was to something that's fly. like, hey, how are we going to pull this off? Are we going to be able to sit through this? Because. If any, again, if any of you guys have read those, the illustrations alone would put. Well, I remember, here. <laughs> I remember
0: borrowing it from the library at school. It was like in the school library, like. Prague, yeah. and yep. And sure. bring it home. And my parents seeing it and kind of flipping through it. I'm like, what is this book that you brought home? Where did you get this <laughs> from the school library? It was fortunate that my parents weren't politically active because they probably would have worked on getting it banned at that point. But it didn't i'm getting it on twitter right now yeah well this was pre-twitter kids so you know that back back in the in my day the only thing you had to do to complain was write a letter to your senator you know
1: yes yeah um i'm curious guys is is there a movie that you like freaked you out as a kid like what was your first kind of scary
0: movie as a kid so you're gonna laugh at me go ahead jake well okay then They'll laugh at me first and then they'll laugh at you, Ty. Uh, But the one that that really freaked me out, uh, I remember being at a a sleepover for some Mm -hmm. friends. That's Um,
1: typically where this happens. Yeah.
0: Yes. And the movie that they put on was Witches. And that stupid thing when they took their hair off and everything. Like, I'm telling you, you guys don't understand how low my tolerance for scary stuff is. (laughs) That freaked me out to the point where I called my parents at, like, midnight or 1 o'clock come and they had to come pick me up. So that is a movie that freaked me out when I was a kid. All right. All right. No shame. Yeah, you guys age. are good. Wait. See, Ty, you've got nothing to worry about, my friend. <laughs> I'm
2: sorry. I'm sorry. Still a good story. So here's my background, too. My dad was pretty pretty liberal in my options of what to watch as a kid okay um like me and him would be watching child's play on saturday morning whoa laughing at it like
1: wow all
2: right so i've got i've got a wide range of stuff that i watched way too early (laughs) but the one that messed with me and this is again really stupid Critters. Oh, okay. And it's the same reoccurring nightmare that would happen. We had a three level home. In the bottom level, there was another smaller crawl space in there that, you know, we had a playroom. And in the other side, we had all of our junk that we kept in there. Storage. You would turn the lights off in there and it was just utter darkness. And I would get this creepy feeling and I'm like, I would have this reoccurring nightmare that critters were living in my crawl space. And they'd come out at night, climb into my bed and just start eating me. And like, Oh, Ooh. it's such a dumb one to like sit and be afraid of too. And me and my uh, brother just had this conversation not too long. Cause he was saying, he's like, what movie did you watch as a kid that like actually met? I'm like critters, critters uh-huh. messed me up.
1: Um, mine's the changeling,
2: and I first saw that with uh, at a
1: sleepover, and I don't remember much about it, but I remember the wheelchair and I remember the ball bouncing down the stairs, and it was at a sleepover, and I almost called my parents Jake, and this was after we had gone to my first haunted house. So that
2: <laughs> I can see how that messed you up.
0: Yeah, your Isn't story works so way. Scott? Way better than mine because they at least Um, they at least involve actual horror movies. Witches isn't (laughs) a scary movie. What was wrong with me as a child? (laughs) Same thing that's wrong Um, with me as an adult.
1: I messed up. The other one the other one that got me was something wicked this way comes. Thank
2: you. I was gonna (laughs) mention that as one of my ones that I have to watch. Yeah. How is that a Disney movie, by
0: the way? Honestly.
2: It's terrifying. I because it's, it's a Ray Bradbury piece. I was
1: shown this in school. One of the, the Halloween time at school, the, the teacher showed that one. And I was like,
0: what? <laughs> yeah, because because when, when we were younger, all they looked at was, oh, this is a Disney movie. So it's, it's fine Disney to movie. show in it's school. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's Disney and rated PG. It'll be fine. No, it's not <laughs> fine.
2: <laughs> this is one... So something this wicked this way comes. We've actually talked one time on multiplane that was during a Halloween special. Uh-huh. It's one that we're naming like best villains. And Dr. Dark mm. was one of my top villains from Disney. Yeah. And I, this is one that I didn't get messed up on, but this is one that my dad. See, I have a very awesome history of my dad introducing me to really good pieces of, well, sorry, in my opinion, memorable pieces of film. Okay, And this is one that Disney made that I'm like, how did this come from the Mickey Mouse organization? Right. right. But my dad sat me down with some popcorn. He's like, Hey, check this out. This is, it was October. So he's like, we're going to watch this. This scared the out of me as a kid. Sorry. If we, uh-huh. Can we curse on this one? My loud one.
0: Uh, so he- one PG-13. we'll give you one on okay. well, It scared the crap yeah. so like, scared
2: the crap out of me as a kid. And so uh, we sat down and watched it and I was like, right? that is an interesting like I want them to do a reboot of it since Disney's on you know the cool. the reboot rampage here. <laughs> I think if we did is, something is wicked that becomes
0: is it on Disney Plus? Well, I think that might be one of the few that
1: isn't no, on Disney+. No, not. Plus. I didn't think yeah. so. Okay. I'll have to see if I can yeah. hunt it down. It's yeah, been a while since it. I've seen it, but that one was really good. And um, I don't want Disney
2: Channel original version of it. No. I want... Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Which um, I'm beginning... Sometimes I worry that Disney Plus, like, original is kind of replacing Disney Channel original. It's a little bit higher quality. Some yeah. of the movies are not. Yeah, I've seen Hocus Pocus 2. <laughs> I have not seen Hocus Pocus two. That is true. <laughs> that That's is not, true.
1: Not highest nice list of recommendations. No. Um, one that freaked me out when I was a teenager
2: um, was arachnophobia. Yeah, that freaked everybody out. <laughs> it's spiders. Eight leg? No, my biggest fear, man, is spiders. Eight legged ah, freaks. Yes, I w- And it was the reboot one, the newest okay. one. The, the when I was a little kid. Uh-huh. We're at a sleepover. We're watching it. My friends know I hate like I can't even express how bad I hate spiders. <laughs> Next thing I know, someone's chucking a popcorn hand at me and I lost my mind. Except <laughs> I didn't have to call my parents cuz I lived 6 houses down. I just uh-huh. left. Yeah, I remember seeing that in
1: I remember seeing that with a friend in the theater. My my mom dropped me off at Sandy Movies 9. And, uh, we watched that and we came out in the daylight and I was like, so freaked out. And I'm like, it's the middle of the day. And I'm like looking
0: around and, um, I was afraid like spiders
1: to start crawling out of the
0: bathtub drain. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You know why it's a freaky movie? Because spiders are not pretend they are real. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And And big spiders are not pretend. They're real. I don't like scary movies that are based on real things. Yeah, those were yeah. real spiders. This was pre CGI.
2: No, but I'm saying uh, big spiders exist too. Like, if you ever watch yeah. a top 20 biggest insect list in Oz, yeah, those things exist. There's
1: a reason
0: why I don't live in Australia.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Australians
0: yeah. watched Arachnophobia and they were like, that's just Tuesday, mate. Like, that's <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I, I do want to shout out to Sandy Movie Sign. That was the first movie theater that I worked in. I loved it. That place. Oh, I didn't know you worked so, there. Yeah. I knew you worked at the a theater. I didn't know it was that one. Yeah, it was that one. Yeah. So
1: I remember before Sandy Movies Nine, there was the Sandy Starship. And that yeah. was the ricketyest, oldest, most run down theater, but
0: it was great. I I there, I love old theaters. Like yeah. when I say old, I don't mean old, old. I mean like seventies to eighties old right. Pre... Cinéplex, where you're sitting in like the or megaplex, yeah. yeah. Sta- Don't get me wrong, I love a stadium seating theater. I love the Dolby surround sound, all of that. But there's just something cool about the sticky floors. Yep. The, you're crammed into these seats that are tiny. Like, <laughs> there's just so much nostalgia there for me. Yep, it like was one of the few places office. that was really well air conditioned in the yes. summertime.
2: So you spent all summer in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm like the movie theater and the last action hero.
1: Ooh, that's yes. a deep
0: that's a deep cut. So, but at Sandy Movie Sign, that was one of one of my other scary movie experiences. I think it was Scream 2, maybe Scream 3 oh. that came out while I was there and I got to watch it. And when when I worked at the theater, we had actual films and we had to right. put it would come in multiple um, uh, reels and you'd right. have to put the reels together on a platter and that's what made up the movie so like a regular movie was like six reels long and you'd splice them together and then before you could start showing them on a friday you had to by thursday night you had to run it through the projector after everybody had left and make sure that none of the reels were on backwards or upside down or out of order before mm-hmm. you start showing it to people because otherwise they'd come in on friday night big new release And it was like out of order or upside down. And it was just a mess. And so we had to screen all of them. And so if it was a big release, like scream was, and we would like a bunch of us would stay after and watch it. But a movie theater can be a very scary place after you watch a movie (laughs) like scream when it's empty, it's dark Mm -hmm. and you've just had a giant soda and have to pee and there's nobody else in the bathroom that is a bad combination. It was, it was terrifying for if me. You could so. do, if you can do one of the scream films, you could do aliens. I'm just saying. Yeah. I, I have a very low tolerance for scary movies and I don't do well with peer pressure. I give in very easily. So other things that you should know, do it about. Jake, you'll be cool. Yeah, exactly. So now I'm going to go watch alien. Cause you guys told me I was going to be cool. I want to be one of the cool kids. That'll up your status. I, like you're it was always, I just kids. didn't get offered a lot of drugs in high school that was my yeah yeah my saving want breaks, one that's
2: gonna so. be bone chilling that yes. has it's a good mesh of practical and cgi that like it's the way it's supposed to be used crimson peak
1: oh yes 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 absolutely and th- i think it's so sad because i think I think it didn't do as well at the box office because everybody expected it to be like a, a horror film, and it was a gothic romance.
2: Uh, it still works as a spooky movie for me. Oh, absolutely. I- absolutely. Um,
1: Jake, it's another Guillermo del Toro film.
0: Okay, there's two things that Tracy loves when it comes to scary horror type movies. Alien and Aliens. Mm-hmm. And then anything gear Gu- Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. Del Toro. Yeah. <laughs> that one's got... Um, Listen, Val's got, got Steven. Logan. Val's got Steven. Tracy's got Guillermo. I've got Tom, as in
2: <laughs> And then Val's on first name uh, terms with Steven Spielberg. Yep. Her good friend, Steve. They're best friends. Yep. Best They're um, best one friends. that's... Got a little bit, and Tr- Tracy, if you've seen this one, I'm curious to know because you're not big on gore, but I think it just uh-huh. also is visually stunning to me. Like I love the way it shot. Tim Burton's Sleepy Hollow.
1: Yeah, that one's actually pretty good. Okay, I've seen this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like well, it. it's a Tim Burton film. It's Tim Burton. The, so the I've got Tim. Tim
0: and Tim Tom. Burton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tim Tom. They get together with Danny, I'd be happy. Tim, Tom, Danny. That's
2: my dream dream. Dream team right there. We'll watch the Headless Horseman, you know, the Disney one, but then it's the animated one. I'm like, yeah. But then after yeah. that, I'm always like, oh, you know what? We need to watch that
1: one's Tim that was fairly creepy too. The
2: animated yeah. version,
1: that's that's pretty creepy. It, it is. is. Yeah. Um
0: uh Christopher Walken in the uh, yeah. Tim Burton film. Well, I like I like the Ichabod character in the Tim Burton film too because he's kind of he's more of a detective and mm-hmm. like there's more to his character than just the scaredy cat school master guy. Like Who eats a lot.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, since you're, I want to hear a few more from you since. You say you're not a big scary no, movie person. Listen. What's even what's just something that's slightly spooky that, you know, yeah. draws you. So, yeah,
0: I I like so I'm not anti like monsters or or things like that. I um so my jams typically around this time of year are going to be like Ghostbusters is one that I'll put on every year around Excellent. this time. I love Ghostbusters. Um we are big big fans of the Corpse Bride. Um, that oh, happened yes. to come out while my wife and I were dating and we held hands for the first time. So it has bigger meaning for us. We were just barely starting out. This wasn't like months uh-huh. and months of dating.
2: Um, but- <laughs> Small kid watching that in movie theater. <laughs> I forget how young Ty is.
0: I know. I like – this is good for you, Tracy, because Ty comes on and he makes me feel old. And so now yeah, I know how I you know feel how when I make the old man jokes. So, <laughs>
2: um,
0: And then, like, I like – there's some really good kind of family-centric ones that we watch each year. My uh, favorite favorite is probably Monster House, which I just think is so well done. The animation is really good. I love the story in it. I love the little fat kid because that was me as a kid. And I just, anyway, there's a lot that I really like about monster house. Um, and then, uh, anything Tim Burton, I feel like you can watch at Halloween time and it, and it works really well. Tim Burton's Uh, a year round name at my house. Well, sure. But like, if you want to get in that Halloween mood, like putting on, you know, it's a lifestyle Jake. What's that?
2: (laughs) It's a lifestyle. (laughs) Not once a year. It's a lifestyle.
0: (laughs) All right. Ty may give me a run for money. He may be. I, I Tom gonna may be say, his. Just, or, uh, Tim may be his. And I'm just Let you two battle fulfilled. it out here. Yeah. Uh, Have you
2: guys Jake. seen my yard yet? No. I don't even know where you live, Ty. I typically post, like, I think I've posted it on Multiplane. Like, my house is a living I don't I don't remember breathing anything. embodiment of the Nightmare Before Christmas.
0: Oh, okay. cool. So, so I struggle with the Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't struggle with it. I love that movie. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But I struggle with it. Is it a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? When do you start watching it? Okay,
2: Ben. It's like at Disneyland. It comes up in like October up and goes all the way through the, the show?
0: <laughs> What did yeah. Ben have to say? That it's both. He's yelling at me yeah. that it's both. I'm. I yep. have begged him Mark to go old, out of here so he's not scared by critters and thinking <laughs> that they're going to come eat him in the night. But no, he will not leave. He's so, always. Yeah. Angry. Yeah, he's um, going to be all in my bed later and that's
1: going to keep <laughs> us all awake. Uh it's not a scary film but Jake if you haven't seen this this would be great for your family uh The Book of Life.
0: Yeah. I I've, I've heard really good things about The Book of Life. a great little movie. So it's it's a Dreamworks or Illumination so I think it's an Illumination's
1: Illumination. Um, but it's probably the best one that they've done. And it's all about the day of the dead and really clever. Uh, I I feel like it must have
0: come out around the same time as Coco or something that caused it to fly really, really under the radar.
2: I think it was, but Pixar was working on Coco long before the book. No, no.
0: And I'm not, I'm not seeing it like Pixar ripped anybody off or anything like that. It just feels like there's something that happened that caused that one to go under the radar. But then people afterward are like, it's really good.
2: Let me. Um,
1: Book of Life.
2: Something that I've wanted to talk about on multiplane. This hasn't even come out yet, but they just published that Disney got the rights to it, Uh, and I'm really hoping they do this one justice. Have either of you read Neil Gaiman's The Graveyard Book?
0: I love that book. I love The Graveyard Book. It is so good. And if they can get that done right, Ty, it's
2: going to be an amazing film. It's, I'm really, really hoping, and this is very wishful thinking. I'm really hoping they call Tim on this one. Yeah. Because we haven't had a good, you know, marriage of Tim Burton and Disney since Frank and Frankenweenie. Which is I, another excellent Frank one to watch this time of year. I feel like
0: they should be able to get Tim because nobody's been able to confirm this for me, but I don't know that I've ever seen Tim Burton and Neil Gaiman in the same room at the same time. (laughs) I'm not trying to start a conspiracy, but, but I'm not
2: not saying it either. My hopes were the Laika studios, the ones that brought you Coraline. Yeah. And you know, Um, Paranorman and all these other great stop motion movies I was really hoping they would obtain the rights to it, but since Disney has it, I'm like, okay, I don't want this to be live action. Yeah, I feel that all the elements, the characters, everything that has to do with the graveyard book would be told in a really good, I think stop motion is probably yeah. my preferred medium for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and if you can get Tim Burton involved and, and get something like nightmare before Christmas, like, the corpse bride in that mm-hmm. vein i think it could really do the story justice uh i don't want to see pixar to animate it because i just no. don't feel like that's going to be the same pixar aesthetic is better you not need yeah. yeah and, and i um, i love pixar tracy i love Pixar. oh yeah I, okay. i'm right there with you yeah but i just don't feel like it'd be the right yeah.
1: aesthetic no totally um but by I, the way book of life was 2014 coco was 2017 Okay. Something, something happened
0: that buried book of
1: life. And I don't know buried it. And it, 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 yeah, it didn't get the love that it deserved, but that's a really good one.
2: Yeah. Like I said, I feel if they do the graveyard book, it'll become an instant like seasonal classic for this time of year. Yeah. Uh, Yep. I agree. I would love to see them do it well. So Jake, if we ever, if you ever, you know, take, cause you do an episode or do you do a show where you guys talk about books? We do. So every once in a while, once a month, Blake Lisman and I
0: get on here. And we have Blake and Jake pop book takes. Oh, I love that man. title. I love that this title. year we might
2: have, well, this month, if you haven't done one, I think the Graveyard book. All right. Would we'll be a solid choice.
1: Mind. And I know somebody who would be a great guest on that show.
0: Of course you do. Who? Who? James? Ty. Oh, Ty. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were being like not in this group. Ty would be a great
1: guest. Doug Jones would be a great guest. You should Doug go. Doug Jones.
2: And do if you, and you know who listen. I could see Doug Jones playing? I could see oh. Doug Jones. Like if they were to somewhat do a live action, which uh-huh. again, I hope they, will, they don't. But if they do a live action, I want to see Doug Jones play Silas.
0: Yeah. But if they if they do it animated, I'd like Chris Pratt to do the voice because he's apparently the hot voice <laughs> actor to do all the voices no. now.
2: No. Not hating on Chris Pratt, like oh, I am. either.
1: I am so hating on Chris Pratt for that. That is he is not the right guy for that role. I'm sorry. No, he's
0: absolutely not. I Yeah. But he's also probably not the right guy for Mario since you've got a voice actor that's been doing his voice for thirty plus years. Uh-huh. But and I'm sorry, I've kind of got Chris Pratt fatigued. It's none of my business.
1: <laughs> um, Ty, I had the, the opportunity when Dr. Sleep came out, um, they actually had a special screening where they did The Shining and then mm-hmm. went straight into Dr. Sleep. And that was a very cool. Like, I, that was the first time that I saw Dr. Sleep was immediately after seeing The Shining. And I'm like... The Shining on the Big Screen, followed by Dr. Sleep. I'm in because I really like the Dr. Sleep book. I thought it was really underrated and good.
2: Speaking seen, of, I have, the Shining. I know of Dr. Sleep, and I know it's like the continuation of that kid from The Shining, uh, but uh, it has been so long since I've seen the, seen the Shining, too. One that I oh, will never the, watch the, again The Original Exorcist. Oh, yeah, I've never that, seen that, that one. That, oh that one's gosh. way above my. Scary talk. I have words.
1: a friend who watched it for the first time, and she's like, even though it's been mocked and it's a trope now, that movie is still freaky. I'm like, yeah. it'll
2: mess with you, man. Like <laughs> it does.
0: yeah. Uh speaking of the shining, though, Tracy, have you seen yeah. the uh uh new cars tales from the road or whatever no, it's called? Yes.
1: I, I that's cars on, on the
0: road. Thank you. Ben is here to correct me on that one. Uh <laughs> There is an episode where they stay in a haunted hotel, uh-huh. and they pull a lot of stuff from The Shining, like the mm-hmm. carpet. They have like the twins. Nice. They have something the written ballroom. Back. Yeah, um, like all. It, there's it, been it, a it lot of, really
1: uh, like in each of the Toy Story movies, there's uh, references to The Shining because one of the directors loved it. Yeah, same thing. Um, and I saw an ad today, and I'm so bummed I can't really make the this would happen but um like the second week of november um mike flanagan and his wife who stars in all of his pieces are holding a special two-night event at the hotel that they filmed the shining in and they'll be like wow. ask you, have you ever parties. been to the hotel tracy i have not the stanley hotel right
0: he yeah stays there every summer it's romantic
1: <laughs> i've never been i'd love to
0: have you but guys yeah, ever done that there. done like the haunted tours of a city or like yeah. stayed in yeah. haunted hotel, things like that? So
2: the one that I've seen, and actually I jumped in, not actually being a part of the tour, but we found them and we kind of just inserted ourselves into the group. We did a really cool one in San Diego. If you're ever in old town, I believe it's called San Diego, San Diego. So I couldn't
1: resist. Thanks, Ron Burgundy. Old Town Town would be a cool ghost
2: tour. But basically, yeah, there's a really neat old cemetery from, you know, way back in the day. All the tombstones are excellent. But they go around and they give you a ghost tour of the different sites in Old Town. And I'm like, oh, man. So we jumped in, got some of the cool stuff from the graveyard, some of the other city sites while we were just there going to dinner. And it's Uh definitely one that's worth a go.
1: Um, I did one in Key West, which was my first ghost tour. And that was a lot of fun because there was all sorts of talk of pirates and swashbuckling. And um, at one point, Key West was the murder capital of the world. So um, she had a lot of really good stories. I did a ghost tour in New Orleans, which was a lot of fun. Oh, that That would be cool. cool. That one was fun. And then I did a lesser one in Seattle. I think it kind of comes down to the the storyteller. And the Key West and the New Orleans storytellers were top notch.
2: How did you, uh, did you ever watch the Skeleton Key? I don't think so. That's an old one. That's not, it's not gory. It's more suspense. It's basically, Uh, it takes place on an old plantation house. Oh. And
1: uh, there's weird stuff going
2: on. What's that?
1: Did they do a recent remake? That sounds really familiar.
2: The one I'm I'm talking about, I think came out in like 2003. I want to say I was a teenager when I watched it. Yeah. But anyways, spoiler alert, the big plot twist is at the end is that uh, there were two kids. It was either one or two kids that were into voodoo, like Uh old time voodoo. And they'd swap places with their white counterpart, like the kids that they took care of. Oh, wow. And it's just a big old, it's almost like an M. Night Shyamalan style brain twist, but the skeleton
0: key. Yeah.
1: Yeah, get out, with same kind of idea, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: M. Night Shyamalan is interesting, brought his name into this. Uh, I know he's one of Tracy's all-time favorite directors. He loves everything he's ever done. Yeah. Uh, but like I remember sixth Sixth Sense coming out. Um, That was mm. probably before you were born, Ty. Um, but <laughs> I remember, I remember how big a deal that was. Like it was still a good movie. Was like, you, it is a great movie. Like you need to go see it because you'll never get the twist at the end and everything. I remember everybody talking about that. And that was one that I, I remember watching uh, at home once it came out on DVD. Like uh-huh. we, we had we had one of the first Netflix accounts where all you got were DVDs. Oh, there was no nice. streaming at that point. So we got oh, yeah. after that. Um, But yeah, that was a fascinating movie to me. And I feel like the rest of his movies, because it became kind of the thing to like figure out what the twist was going to be, Yeah, he was kind of a one trick pony that it was like, they, none of them ever clicked as well. You didn't get the same lightning in a bottle that you got with six cents.
1: Right. right. That so, was the right movie at the right time for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, and it still is a great movie and it still holds up. I think it, for me, I watched it a couple of times after I watched it the first time and it's like, okay, you can see the clues that lead up to the twist, but, and that's interesting and that's fun, but I don't know that I get the same enjoyment after I've seen it one time. Cause that, yeah. once you get yeah. that reveal. And let, I mean, I, I know I've talked to some people that figured out the first time they were watching it. I was not one of those people. So for me, it was just, I know. I know, Tracy, but you're... It's like Fight Club.
2: We don't talk about Fight Club. I didn't That's the, it first I didn't the first rule. It's the first
1: rule.
2: Oh, Skeleton Key came out in 2005. Okay.
1: I will check that out. I don't think I ever saw
0: that one. It
1: sounds like
0: So... You mentioned get out Tracy. And I feel like that's uh, kind of Jordan Peele seems to be establishing himself as kind of the king of, of horror right now with, with hmm. that and us and no, nope. it, it seems like he's, <laughs> he's really kind of coming into his own. I mean, what do you think? Is he, is he kind of the it guy right now?
1: I it's interesting. I think so. But I also, the thing that's so good about him and what, He does it. There's so much meaning in his movies. Like us, I I, get out is still my favorite out of the three. Um, us is probably my third favorite. It's really quite interesting, and but there's like so much subtext to that movie, like it's all about race relations, um, stuff like that. Nope is uh kind of just a straight up monster movie, um, without giving too much away. It's kind of an alien monster movie. Um, Ty, did you see Nope?
2: No, I did not. Uh,
1: it's it's a lot of fun. It's really good. Um but I think I think he's a better filmmaker than to be trapped in one genre. So I I'm interested to see him do something else. And Nope is not quite the horror film, but like Get Out is more about like it's all about race. It's all about, you know, the experience of being a black man in white America. And I did not see that Movie going the way that it did, especially at the end when the cop shows up, I was like, and I I love that he subverted that because we've always we know you know we we the cop shows up and you're expecting one thing and then you get something completely different.
0: Yeah, but he's yeah, up I there. Um,
1: I really like Ari Aster. Um, he did um, Hereditary and Midsummer. I feel well, that's very your favorite. Midsummer.
0: Yeah, the, Tracy and I are going to go see Midsummer. He's gonna yeah, me and sit too. me We're down. Gonna, We're gonna watch that together.
1: I, I went and saw it with two of my friends, and I have one friend that loved it and one friend that absolutely hated it because it freaked him out so bad.
0: So at Fan X, there was somebody dressed up in a bear mm-hmm. suit from Midsummer, and I know nothing about this movie except that whatever that scene is is terrifying, horrible, awful. Yeah, that's like yeah. I don't know what makes it terrifying, horrible, and awful. But I just know, like, that much I know, right? Did you, did you see the girl in the big flower dress that was with him? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. That, that also so, is terrifying and awful. Yes. So my my son, Ben, saw the bear. And he's uh-huh. like, oh, Maren would love that bear because Maren loves everything bears because we call okay. her Mare Bear. And I'm like, I don't want Marin going near that bear. I don't know what's going on with that bear, but we're not going near it. Do you want to know what happens with the bear? No. I mean, you can tell me <laughs> later. I don't know
1: what I want to know. I do have to say A24 um, made a commer- – they actually made a bear in a cage um, and then made a commercial about it and sold like a limited amount. The A24 marketing is 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 genius. Um, yeah. They're military. A, A24, and
0: they're doing Midsomer. a great
1: job with it right now. Yeah. Yeah. I love the fact that they did Midsummer and they also did
0: Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Like, come on. Well, they, they are establishing themselves as, look, if you have a creative story that you want to tell – to me, they're like the adult version of Pixar. Like yeah. if you have a, a great story that you want to tell that's creative, that's different, and nobody else wants to pick it up, it's a good story, we'll take it. We'll make it. And I yeah. think that's really cool. So, um, Ty, really quick, what do you think about the
1: Blumhouse films? The what? The Blumhouse they, they, the production company, they did like the, the newest Halloween. They've done a lot of horror movies. Over oh,
2: okay. While. Um, here's my deal I was going to kind of bring up too real quick it's hard for me to watch new modern horror. Uh huh. Because I don't think we'll ever get another decade like the 80s that gave us the most iconic, awesome horror <laughs> films of all time. Yeah. I mean, Hollywood just keeps regurgitating what. Came out of the 80s, right? Um, So far with the new Halloweens, I've really liked everything they've done. Mm -hmm. But again, I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, we're just continuing something that's been there. Right. Give me something fresh. The thing, like I said, why I gravitated towards Trick or Treat so much was because Uh they were able to pull out this monster movie in this different, you know, killer slasher had a little bit of everything, but it was original. So that's still why it's my number uh-huh. one. But for anyone listening, yeah, I just I'm not a big fan of a lot of modern horror, and because I'm more of a mon- like movie monster guy. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. But but do you think Halloween is actually ending this time?
2: No, they'll create to oh, where nothing. like Mike. Mike's soul is so messed up that it can be, you know, switch personality or it can be sucked up into someone else's persona and body that he gets to live on through that way. And
1: even Jamie Lee Curtis came out this week and said, you never know.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Well, (laughs) yeah. And like, look at the, uh, it's pretty much going to be like, look at the new Chucky series, which I highly recommend the new Chucky series. Uh huh. It's like the cult of Chucky. Okay, well we can just do a big old cult call upon the spirit of Mike Myers to embody someone yeah. and then he dons the mask and he kills someone like Yeah. Where are we going to go with it?
1: Okay, super quick before we wrap up, we did not talk about any Sam Raimi films. So, Evil mm-hmm. Dead, Army of Darkness, Evil Dead 2, um even Ash versus the Evil Dead was a lot Evil of Evil Dead 2. Yeah, Evil Dead 2 is great. Jake, you might really like Army of Darkness because it's more silly. Yeah,
2: okay. um, it's much
1: more of a comedic um, one. And it it really draws back on his love of Harryhausen. So there's like stop motion skeletons fighting and stuff like that. Um, but Evil Dead 2 is... That's got to be right up there. That's in the top five.
2: That's even like the Evil Dead remake was... That was...
1: That was good. Oh, that one was gosh. That one was like hardcore. That went that went brutal.
2: <laughs> yeah. The razor that tree. Scene.
1: Woo. Oh, that and the tree. That did, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well molesting trees, Jake. Do you say molesting trees? Yeah. yeah. Well on that note, that's probably a good place to stop it. <laughs> on that anyway. note, we'll see wasn't you guys that, in the movie. Wasn't
1: that a good uh alternative Wasn't that an alternative rock band back in the early nineties?
0: Molesting trees? Probably I wouldn't know.
1: I was too young. The grunge movement.
0: Uh the grunge movement. <laughs> I don't know. There were so many so many different ones that like, and I feel like all of them had some secret meaning that I didn't know what they were. Like, I'm still convinced Weezer is probably something naughty that I probably shouldn't repeat. But... Smashing pumpkins. Smashing pumpkins. That was one of my favorites. Obviously this time of year, you always think about smashing pumpkins. Uh, Homer Simpson. Yes.
1: Billy Corgan, smashing pumpkins. Homer Simpson, smiling politely. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, any of the Treehouse of Horrors? That's what I was about to great. say. The Treehouse
0: of Horrors, yeah, and they're all on that, Disney Plus. I really like. So, in that time frame, um a lot of the sitcoms, a lot of the shows, always did like Halloween-themed stuff. Yeah. Simpsons did it probably better than anybody, and it holds up because they did these kind of fun, scary stories. But um you know, I just remember that being every sitcom that you would watch would be like, "Oh, it's the Halloween week of Halloween," uh-huh. so they'd have some kind of Halloween special and I feel like that doesn't happen as much anymore and especially in the binging environment that we're in now oh, yeah. yeah but it was one of the things that I actually really enjoyed about the first few seasons of Brooklyn Nine-Nine because they always had the Halloween heist but mm. then as they got moved around on the schedule they had to turn it into a heist in May or whatever but, <laughs> but I like that kind of
1: stuff. Community would do often do a Halloween episode
0: yep and, and maybe their doing- movie We need
1: to review that on movies that make us, we got a community come out.
0: Has it come out? Uh,
1: They they are, they're still writing it. They just like announced it so they could start
0: getting everybody on board. But, uh, but but you're ready to review it now and give it an A.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You won't last two seasons, six seasons in a movie. Yeah. Uh, Now I want kick punch of the movie. um, what, Dr. Spacetime, I want that one. Yeah.
0: Well, it, this day and age, it could happen because that's what I, they I do. Is they give the they fans exactly what they ask for. Exactly. If you, get, right. if you, if you hire enough Twitter bots, uh, yeah. then you can get
2: whatever you want made.
0: Unless, unless,
2: unless you want Twitter the right Reese. version of Hocus Pocus 2. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ty. No, had they I'm stuck to the novel that they released and just made that the script, this movie would have been so Was, much did they better. they release a
1: novel before the movie? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that.
2: There's a Hocus Pocus sequel that came out a couple of years ago that is Oh,
1: excellent. interesting. Okay.
2: And I had said before it came out, okay, if they just go off the book and take that as their script, and it brings back all the original characters, this would have been a really good movie. But hmm. yeah. Another another time I can sit and say how Hocus Pocus 2 sucks. That,
0: that sounds like a really great episode for Multiplane Podcast. Uh, which, by the way, you can find Ty on if you are not familiar with Multiplane t- Podcast. They talk about all things Disney. Um, Marvel. And Marvel. Well, Star yeah, Wars. anything that falls under Star the Wars. Disney umbrella. Marvel, right. I mean, I, I Star Wars. I didn't want people to think it was just Disney movies. I know. Yeah. I know. and And you have to make that because I am one of those people, by the way. That like yeah. I don't I don't consider like Black Widow a Disney princess. I get that she's a female,
2: <laughs> no, in a
0: property movie. owned they by own Disney.
1: They own the Alien franchise, so the Xenomorph
0: could be a Disney princess. Well, now that they own Fox, Klinger could be a Disney princess <laughs> from Mash. So, <laughs> oh, the crossover. It's a slippery slope, over. folks. we we'll start going down. That slope, it's a slippery slope. Where do you want it to stop? That's all I'm saying. You got to draw a line somewhere. (laughs) All right. On that note, uh, see, this isn't my main show, so I can say whatever I want, and nobody's here to supervise me, so I can say (laughs) things like that. Uh, You can catch Tracy and myself on Movies That Make Us. We release new episodes usually on Monday. Sometimes we miss a couple because of traveling and things like that. Life happens. But if you like movies, we are a book club. But for movies, so you want to check that out. And uh then, of course, Age of Geek, you want to keep following here because each week is gonna be a brand new topic and a brand new episode, and you don't want to miss any of it. If you, and you are never know. geek,
1: you never know who's gonna show up.
0: That's true. You never know who's gonna show up. We could surprise you. Call Jones could on be on the next know. episode, for all I know. Tracy knows wow. him, we're gonna give him a call, we're gonna see what we can get done. <laughs> we'll see what we can get done. <laughs> I don't have a cool, like, I was see a like, later you phrase on this one. This up. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I guess just follow us on social media. We have a Discord channel. We'll put the link in our description so you can come join Discord if you'd like or Discord server. I don't know the difference. I'm too old. Uh, <laughs> but check us out. It's supposed to be fun. Um, and until then. Uh, Geek on, friends. Make make mine Marvel. Geek on, Jake. Something. Geek
2: on, Geek Tracy. Geek on. It's
0: Age of Geek, party time. Excellent.
2: (laughs) This has been an Age of Geek media production.